You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser with you. Time to look at tonight's NBA card, because guess what? The NBA has returned from the All-Star break. We got a little jaw versus Embiid tonight with the Memphis Grizzlies at the Sixers. This spread, the Grizzlies, plus three and a half. The total, 230 and a half. Money line, Grizzlies money lines plus 140. That's intriguing as well. Yep. PJ, what do you like in this matchup? We were just talking about, you know, the Grizzly on the Grizzly side of things. They're on the road. Who's going to step up? We're expecting big things from Jaw. Anything catch your eye in this matchup? Side, total, or even some props? Yeah, well, what caught my eye, Aaron, the Grizzlies have not been good on the road this season. They're 9-19 and ATS on the road, which is, uh, is a little bit surprising considering they have obviously have a good regular season record. They were a great regular season team last year. And the Sixers are 21-10 and ATS at home this year. So you got a Sixers team that's great against the spread at home. You got a Grizzlies team that's bad against the spread on the road. So uh, I kind of I kind of am leaning towards Philly in this game and just following the trends here minus four and a half. Although Philly in these home games, Aaron, when they're going up against the top teams, it feels like they always tend to struggle a little bit. But I'm going to trust them that this line has moved. It was at three and a half. Now it's up to four and a half. So I'm going to follow the line movement and I'm going to take the Sixers in this one. Hmm. Yeah, and I feel like the Sixers are that team in the East that, you know, they want they want to play well down the stretch. Obviously, the Grizzlies do too, but I just think if I'm going to be on a side, I'm probably not going to bet this one, but I'd lean Sixers as well. All right, let's move on. And anything else, you know, stand out to you that you really like or bets that you have for tonight's NBA card? So... Again, we've been talking about this throughout the week. I think the Spurs-Mavericks game is is kind of fascinating because, again, if Luke and Kyrie play, this is going to be the third time that they play against each other. But, Aaron, it's not often you see many spreads in the NBA that are 14 and a half. I mean, that's a huge number in an NBA game. So even though the Spurs have lost 14 games in a row, I, I kind of think they might hang around and keep this one close. I just worry that Dallas will get in their heads of like, oh, this is such a good opportunity to try and get Luke and Kyrie to work out the kinks. Maybe they just walk through the motions a little bit. You're naturally going to have a letdown against a team like the Spurs on a 14-game losing streak. So I'm going to take a shot with the Spurs tonight, plus 14 and a half. It's going to be one of those hold-on-to-your-nose specials. Don't feel great about it. But that is one that caught my eye just because of how big the number is. And it, it's a team like the Mavericks who are trying to integrate two superstars into building this chemistry together who haven't played in like over a week. So I, I do think there's there's a little value here on the Spurs, even though they are just they are horrendous. 
Man, see, I was thinking about going the opposite way. There, we've got two teams going in opposite directions, and I just don't know. Do the Spurs have any motivation to keep this game close? And what if this is the game where Luca and Kyrie just flip the switch and they just both go off? Plus, they're at home. Hmm. I think I. I I think it's not I, I think they can cover I, I'll be on the Mavericks minus fourteen and a half. It's a huge number, but I just don't believe the Spurs have any motivation in this show one. Bet. And another yes, show bet. Another <laughs> game that ha- features two games, two teams rather going in two different directions, the Celtics and the Pacers. So this is the second time these two teams are meeting. The Pacers actually won in the first matchup. Yep. So I think I'm going to stay away from a side, and I'm going to look at over 231.5. The Celtics are 4-0 to the over in their last four games and 8-3 and in the last 11 meetings um, between these teams, and it's gone over. So I'll be on the over 231.5 between the Celtics and the Pacers. You got a good number cuz uh or it's dropping uh, a little bit now. So yeah, you got you will you got a really good number cuz it was at 234 and a half. So if you like the over at 231, you're getting some good value there. I kind of lean Indiana in this game at 8 and a half. You know, Boston's been a funny team this season against like some of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. They've struggled against Orlando. They've dropped a couple games to them. You mentioned how they've already lost to the Pacers this season. So Indiana's a team we don't have to question their motivation, even though they've they've really been on a slide here the last month, month and a half or so. They're still playing hard under Rick Carlisle. They have a lot of up-and-coming players who are trying to kind of prove themselves in the league. So I do like Indiana at home tonight, plus 8.5. I think they keep it close. I don't know if they can win the game, but uh, I is do. Is someone maybe not playing, though? Like, why is that total going down? Should I be concerned? Because <laughs> the the Pacers have the eighth worst defensive rating in the NBA, and then Tatum and Brown are coming off pretty good performances. So I'm like, I'm scratching my head. Why would that total be going down? That's a that's a good. That's a I don't good see question. anything. Yeah, um, I'm not seeing any but... any players injured. So I don't know. I guess there's some and... there's some money coming in on that under. I, I guess you could also look. I didn't realize Boston six and oh eight TS in it in their last six games. Well, Indiana is zero for four in its last four games following a win. So it's another big number, though eight yeah. and a half. It it, it especially is big... since the Pacers won the last matchup. Yeah, obviously it... they've got some confidence there. They um, do. So I'm gonna stay away from that one. Where do you want to take us next? Um, let's see. I, well, we we touched on it during prop it and drop it, but I think the game of the night in the NBA is this Denver Cleveland game. I'm really uh I'm really looking forward to this game. I more so just want to sit back and watch it. I kind of lean Cleveland just on the money line. I don't think I want to lay the two and a half. I do like the Cavs on the money line though. They're 25 and six at home this year. They have been good against the spread. 20, 10, and one ATS. If you do want to back them with the two and a half, I'm just taking them on the money line though. Um, I think this is a good opportunity for the Cavs. I think they realize that they they have a shot at their division with Giannis being out with this wrist injury. Milwaukee is going to be cautious with him. Milwaukee's won 12 games in a row, so they got to lose some games at some point. They're going to start dropping some. Cleveland's just really kind of been a steady team all season, and they're starting to pick up some momentum. So I like them at home tonight to get this win 
over Denver. I would back Cleveland on the money line at minus 135. That's that's the play I like. I mean, this is going to be a great matchup. Two teams that hope to be in the NBA Finals, they need to go stay hot and go on a run here. Now that the All-Star break is over, this time means a lot. This is when you want to be playing your best basketball come playoff time. What do you think about the total? Two, 222 and a half. That is, that is a low total over. in an NBA game, isn't it? It's a low total. I think the same. I mean, Cleveland has one of the best defenses in the NBA. Yep. But I just think this could... Do we know if Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon are playing? They should... Uh, yes, I believe. I think they should, right? I think so. Hmm. Do you think it's just because coming so, off yeah, of All-Star they... All Week? You know, maybe they see both teams kind of struggling a little bit out of the gate. I wonder if this is like a good first half under game. You know, maybe that's how you handicap the slate tonight. Like how many how many games is this a good first half under game tonight where you got both teams coming off of all-star break? Guys are been flying all over the country, going on vacation, trying to take some days off, and now they come back. So I'm gonna be interested tonight, kind of to see monitor some of these first half unders. And I think this Denver Cleveland game could be a good one of those. The com combine the fact that Cleveland's a great defensive team, they're at home, and it's just the first game after the All Star break. I think the first half under could be a good look. How is Jokic triple double? I know the Cavs are really good defensively, but you're getting plus one eighty. Oh, that is calling my name. Is that your strong kind of bet? right now? Yes. This guy, they call him Mr. Triple-Double. All he do, does is hit triple-doubles, and you're telling me plus 180? I like that. Hold on. Let's pull up the Jokic game log here. Yeah, that could be, that could oh, be a should good I guy. Should I be concerned? So, obviously, the Cavs have good defense. The Nuggets do not. I still think this could go over. That's got to be one of the lowest totals of the day, is it not? So let me see the triple doubles. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it been is. A, about a month since he had one, but for a while, I mean, he he's getting one in like every game. I think this could be a spot with a lot to prove. These are two teams from different conferences that really don't see each other. I would other say a lot. could be in the final. Yeah, it could be in the finals. I think this could have like a playoff vibe tonight. I could see Jokic going off. Definitely could. I definitely could. Trying to outdo, you know, Donovan Mitchell. That'll be a fun matchup. I think the Jokic triple-double is a good look. I like Cleveland on the money line, and I kind of think I'm talking myself into the first half under here. That's probably the way I would attack those games. The other game to me, Aaron, that kind of I thought was interesting is, is Golden State at the Lakers tonight. Now, it, it would be nice if Curry was playing, obviously, to add to the star power, but... I'm just fascinated to see Golden State on the road. I mean, we know they have been so bad on the road this season. They're 7-22 and on the road, which is just mm -hmm. crazy to think about because all four of their NBA championships that they have, they've at least won a road playoff game during all four of those title runs. So they know what it takes to win on the road in the playoffs, let alone the regular season. They just haven't gotten it done this year. Um the Lakers, you know, they're 14-13-1 ATS at home this season. They're 14-14 and 14 straight up, so they're a 500 team at home. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can lay 
five and a half points with the Lakers, but I don't know if I want to trust Golden State either on the road. You know, it's tough. So Warriors also, like, no Curry, no Andrew Wiggins, no Gary Payton. The Lakers, of course, do have LeBron, but Anthony Davis is listed as probable. He's probably going to play, I would think. On the road, Golden State 9-20 ATS. 9-11 ATS is underdogs. Ugh, this just has a stay away written all over it, right? I mean, I would think Golden State would cover, but then again, I don't know. So maybe an interesting way you play this game, these two teams, they've played two times already this season. The Lakers have scored exactly 109 points in both of those games. The, I'm looking at team totals right now, Aaron, for the Lakers tonight. For the Lakers to go under 110.5 points is a plus 500. So maybe that's what you do. The Lakers, two meetings against the Warriors this season. They've had some trouble scoring against them. Now, both of those games have been Golden State, so maybe they do score more points tonight at home. But even if you wanted to take like a under 115.5, that's a plus 240. Under 118.5 is a plus 155. So maybe a team total under for the Lakers tonight is uh, is a way to play that game because as far as the spread's concerned, I mean, these are two of the just uh, of the teams that I wouldn't trust. The, I mean, the Warriors on the road right now, as crazy as that is to say, and then the Lakers at home laying five and a half. So I think that Lakers team total under is where I'm going. If you're in a narrative stuff like I am, LeBron did say that like these next 23 games for the Lakers are the most important 23 games of his career in the regular season. This Lakers team really wants to make a playoff push. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll look bad if they don't make the playoffs again. So this also could be a live betting opportunity. I, I could see a situation where the Lakers do go on a run here and take this seriously and figure things out, but I, and do I feel confident in it? No. So maybe you just do a little live betting and hold off, see how the game goes, and then put some action on it. Looks like the total 240 and a half is juice. Wasn't that just a... I'm looking at... Sorry, Blazers Kings. My bad. Wrong game. But yeah, that total just moved. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I think I if I had to lean, I'd go Lakers just because of what LeBron said. And you can't count LeBron out. I mean, he could carry this team and go off. And sure. nobody's playing for the Warriors. I mean, do they really scare you right now? No, not, with, not without Steph. Not without Steph. Uh, they, they particularly don't. And, you know, I think that now that LeBron has the, the scoring title all wrapped up I think that's going to be good for him and the team you know because when you get close to an award like that it, it kind of weighs on you so the fact that he is that in the rearview mirror now he can just focus on the team trying to make the playoffs I think that'll be good for the Lakers so that's an interesting game tonight and then the other one that caught my eye I know we got like 25 30 seconds left Utah and Oklahoma City Oklahoma City so good against the spread this year 35 21 and one against the spread Pick them tonight against Utah. I I kind of like the Jazz, though, at home. Just OKC so good against the spread. It's a pick them. I feel like a lot of people are, are going to take them, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust Utah at home, I think. Take them on the money line. Hmm. I may have to pass on that one. <laughs> Not interested. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Rick Camp, a four for four in bet spurts. 
joins us next. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.